Welcome to the Made Out West podcast, a podcast dedicated to businesses trying to sell themselves in the Southwest. The carpenter that built this podcast studio that we are recording in had a realisation that something had changed. Listen to the podcast and find out what happened. Now, my guest today is Paul Gilbert, who has an intimate connection to the podcast studio we're in. So why do you introduce yourself, Paul? Tell us what you do and then let us know why you are intimately connected to the studio. I'm Paul Gilbert, a carpenter by trade. We do lots of other stuff as well, but yeah, generally carpentry is what I do. Uh, and I was lucky enough to be able to have the opportunity to come and build this amazing space. Now, we are in a soundproof studio here in the West Country, which you built from scratch with me. You really had um, some great chats with the people that supplied us, the soundproofing store company, and created a space which is available now for us to record and for clients to come. But one of the reasons I've got you in for this podcast is because things are changing for you, aren't they? But first of all, let's lay out where your business is at now. You're a carpenter for years. Well, let's start at the beginning. How did you get into carpentry? I probably would say the love for wood came from my papa, my granddad. When we used to go and visit them, go to his house, it was the first thing we used to do, me and my brother, it was just always say, Papa, can we go to the shed? Can we go to the shed? He had several sheds, actually. Terry, Terry, two or more sheds, we should have called him. But one of them was just based where he had his workbench and he had his vice and he had the chisels and the saws. And we used to go up there. That was the way we kept ourselves occupied, making things like guns and Basically messing around with wooden tools, and then it sort of started there, really. So you uh, have been a, a carpenter and working in general buildings well for, what, 30-odd years. What's kept you interested in in your work for so long? Honestly, a general love for what I do. Most of the time, it doesn't feel like work. been very lucky and been able to be quite selective about the work we've done. Now we've done some really nice projects. We get to do the mundane stuff as well. You know, We get to do the swinging the doors and doing the skirts. But most of, most of what we do is a really nice projects. And I think the best part of the carpentry side is once you've finished, nearly everything you do is on show. You get to stand back, look at it, and you've ideally you've created something beautiful for a customer who's hopefully going to be very happy with it and enjoy it for many years. Did you naturally fall in love with carpentry, or was there something you had a skill for from a young age? I, I don't know about a skill for it. As far as I remember, I always loved to do stuff with my hands, whether that was... Um, building stuff or sports or anything else but I actually fell into carpentry itself for Bob's in supported lodgings when I was 16 17 for a short period of time and the man of the house was a carpenter and he very kindly offered to let me come and do and work with him and it's pretty much fell in love with it from there really. now you've never really had to worry about work you've worked with a mentor who brought you on and and, and trained you up uh, obviously very well and then from then until now how has most of your work come to you because the reason I got you into work on this project we're sat in right now is from a recommendation from a, a friend of mine that I worked with many years ago and I asked for <clears throat> a recommendation for somebody in the local area uh, and he gave me your contact details I got to look at some of your work which is amazing how much of your work comes from uh, referrals pretty much a hundred percent I don't I've never really advertised anywhere other than sort of business cards you bump into people or you sort of talk and network and hand them a card which will inevitably end up in a door panel or a glove box somewhere and get forgotten about I'm sure <laughs> pretty much all of it I've been very fortunate to work alongside a, a lot of very good tradies it's come from just knowing lots of people I ran pubs for 10 years sort of in between on the carpentry so I've been around a few towns around the area so it's just knowing lots of people and falling into hopefully some nice work you're an established and very friendly carpenter and builder uh, with a great attitude because this is quite a difficult project. Both of us had come to this new. What is it about the sort of projects? Because 
you, when you showed me your portfolio, some of the work that you've done, none of it's like 100% the same. There's such a huge variety. And you obviously have a, a love for carpentry and for the skilled trades. Why is it then? Do you just not like doing the same job or, is, or do you take what comes? Or? There's always an element of taking what comes because, like I said, it's, you're going to come across repetitive work in carpentry because there is the base stuff, there is your stud walls, your door swinging, your skirts and your architraves. But the other nice thing about carpentry is there is a huge skill base. It's the, there's so many different tools, so many different aspects of carpentry. So even if you were doing fairly generic stuff, it's a changing job and there's always something different. But the, the new challenge is something, something I've not done before, something that takes some thought and a bit of thinking and, and problem solving is the things that I really enjoy. Why is it now then, what do you feel has changed in the last three or four years that's made you think about marketing a digital marketing for your business? Is it the conditions or has business started to suffer or is there some other reason? I'd say it's a couple really. Certainly COVID has made a big difference. I know lots of people that maybe they were starting off in a trade, just starting to get things kicking off and then all of a sudden you can't work, you can't go in someone's house, you can't go anywhere. So so then put get your work in through marketing and through the online basis is, is, is a clear need. I've been fortunate that I've been around long enough that I wasn't overly affected and when most of the other traders I know went back to work, there's always someone willing to say, oh, I can't do it, but I know someone that can and, and vice versa. But certainly businesses starting off just before COVID and then hitting in. What tends to happen is, is if, if you'll get into a, into a group and a, and a circle of people in the trade and you'll do lots of work. Now, if you step out of that, say you work for like three contractors specifically doing bits and bobs here and there. If you step out and move away, so I went and ran pubs for a little while. When I came back to it, it took a little while to actually get back into the fold because everyone I used to do work for, they still need the work done. So they've obviously got someone else in. Right. And now they're doing the work and providing they're not terrible. Ah, so you, so you were running pubs. So you were still doing carpentry <clears throat> work as well, but the, your main income was that you started running pubs for a bit. Is that just because you fancied a change? Or is it just because it's the way that life took? It's just the way life took. Actually ended up with a with a partner who already had pubs. But I certainly don't know about earning a living doing it. Oh, right. Okay. It sounds like that might be quite tough. Scraped by. Do you, yeah. right? Yeah. You've looked at um, digitization of your business. Is there something that's attractive about that approach, you know, getting work online? Um, is there been a nudge that, that get, got you over the line to sort of consider this? Yeah, certainly. Um, my, my son's played a big part in that, Ben being a younger lad and being far more involved in everything on the internet, he certainly sees the value or knows the value in doing these sorts of things. We and him have spoke a few times about maybe doing a little YouTube channel, but we haven't really sort of... The level of content that you need is something that is key, so we haven't really sort of found a consistent way to start. Coming out of COVID, knowing that actually securing work for the future, there may, there may be routes to do that i mean certainly linkedin is one of them it's a a lot more in depth than it certainly was when it came out first of all and i heard about it and then completely forgot about it and it's a great thing because your skill set means that you've got a constant array of changing uh, projects that you can illustrate and put out on whichever platforms you choose to advertise on but there's something that i noticed when you were working on this project and this is this studio is 50 meters by five meters um and it's quite some size and it, it had some challenging aspects to it i was all slightly overwhelmed when i came down here because you had so many different complex looking tools that you made look really easy and the result is great because we're sat in a fantastic sound studio but uh, you know you have a lot to deal with you have a lot on your plate how do you co constantly keep up and isn't the idea of doing digital marketing campaigns i mean that's just a lot already <laughs> so. yeah yeah 
Uh, I mean, it is. I mean, the tool side, if you speak to most carpenters, it's probably one of the more enjoyable sides of our job. So looking at shiny things, we're all tool tucked. I'd say certainly most of us are, are tool tucked <laughs> if you're a carpenter. So that's 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 fun, and that's part of the enjoyment of it as well. It is daunting looking at um, doing stuff online, especially because, again, never really done anything. So, yeah, it is daunting. And it's just finding that initial starting point, finding speaking to the right people about finding the best way to get involved. And it's no different than if somebody wants their kitchen fitted, they go and speak to a kitchen fitter, mm-hmm. speak to a carpenter, because those are the people that know. So we're just making sure that we're going to talk to the right people. Uh, it's interesting that you've uh, sort of dis- described um, seeking sources of information for the steps that you want to take to digitise your business. Uh, and those stumbling blocks at the start are difficult to overcome because I, I can empathise. I recently started um, much more posting on LinkedIn with video and the results have been really fantastic. Getting over that first step was was quite difficult because I'm usually behind the camera. I'm not used to being in front of the camera. So that's a change we tried to overcome. With you, you know, you're a very chatty, friendly guy. It's really pleasurable working with you. Are you confident about um, making content? Is there something that anything holds you back about that? I don't know about confident. I definitely think it's going to be something that we enjoy. I like talking to people. It's one of the other sides of what I do that I really enjoy, speaking to different customers. When you're watching other tradespeople in place, mm. obviously you've got to work in a community of people that are bringing different skills and trades together. Mm. It seems like you're connected to everybody. Uh, you know, <laughs> we, we, If there was something yeah. we needed, you knew somebody. Yeah, well, that tends to be something, especially if you, we don't just do the carpentry side of work. We tend to get involved with um, extensions, bathrooms, all sorts of stuff. We're a level of skills we pick up. I tend to watch people a lot as they work around me and then pester them with questions endlessly so i know a little bit about the electrics i know a little bit about plumbing and then enough to do sort of basics and get by but yeah having a a good base and a good knowledge of other trades and quality trades and reliable trades so yeah again we've been we've been very lucky over the years that we've worked alongside some really good people you work in a very saturated market i mean there's a lot of carpenters everywhere in the Mm. country so what do you think digitizing your work digitizing your marketing efforts will do is it gonna what's your ambition from it are you trying to gain more work a different type of work are you trying to increase the value charge what's your thought aim i think being being able to stand out like you said it's it's, there's no shortage of tradies although you will find that most of the quality ones are booked up for a good while if someone says i'm available tomorrow you're either incredibly lucky or you're going to be a a tad unlucky (laughs) I think I want to continue in the vein of being able to choose the work I do and, and pick the projects we do. Now, that is something I can definitely see the value of online marketing. Because if I'm putting stuff on that we've previously done that I really enjoyed doing, it's a hope that we're going to push that through to a, a wider a wider market and other people are going to see what they want and want those things as well. Yeah, you've got an obvious passion for what you do and that's, that's evident in everything that I've seen you do. And your portfolio is incredibly impressive. I've seen that table that you've made out of several pieces of wood, which is like a the island, yeah. a cascade of wood, which is really quite beautiful. <clears throat> um, and I would recommend people in the show notes, they follow the links out to your profile so they can see your work. The advantage of what you do is that carpentry and the school trays, things take time, don't they, to make. So I take it one of the natural progressions from that isn't of work because you can see something that starts. Yeah, it's lovely. It is genuinely just one of the best parts of the job. Do you have a feeling when a job's complete then? That sort of... Yeah, it's really nice, especially especially when it's custom work and individual work and it's not stuff that you've done before. There's always stuff, you know, you start with, good idea, take a bit of time at the beginning, go, okay, I'm going to approach it this way. 
nine out of ten times at some point you go around and go okay that's not going to work that way i'm going to need to change this and do something else so there's the process and it's not always a peaceful one there are there are sometimes you know you'll get quite frustrated or annoyed because either you've done something wrong or something's not worked out the way you wanted it to but then that's part of it again and that also increases the enjoyment at the end when you you've actually created the piece so if you were to come back and examine stuff can i check that light is on on that as that camera just died so it'd be really great if we could um would you be interested uh in coming back onto the podcast in about six to nine months when you've decided what content you want to make and how you're going to make it what's the what's the sort of um ambition then what do you think you're going to do in the next six to nine months yeah i'd love to come back on it i think it'll be good good for me actually sort of sit and compare the two and see where we are and what we've uh, what we've dealt with i think i i really like the idea of the youtube channel that's something that sounds like fun for me and if i'm doing a job i already enjoy and then doing something else that adds more fun that sounds like an absolute win and we've got ideas and a couple of thoughts for actually a podcast as well wow that'd be amazing and um, yeah. could we will we come and record it here or do you think you'll do it on the road I think maybe a little bit of both. I'd like to do some on the road. It's about it'd be about builders and um, and tradies. What I will do is I will add your podcast if and when you start it to the show notes on this. So if you're interested in what do you think you might call it? There's a couple of names been been battered around. I think I think build, I won't hold you to that. Let's see. Build, builders Brew is possibly Builders Brew. Yeah. That sounds like a good one. Paul, it's been really lovely having you in to have the very first podcast recorded here with you in the studio that you built yeah, does that feel satisfying yeah amazing actually yeah i appreciate you having me on it's been a uh, it's been fun it's really good thanks very much paul